Welcome everyone to Halfway to Heroes. We have got everybody with us again. Uh, Dustin, Johnny, Sean, me, your dungeon master. So you got Adam DeWeese, Sean DeWeese, Dustin DeWeese, Johnny Hafner, and Barry Harvey. Did I mention Barry the first time? If not, I don't think you did. <laughs> no. If not, I will say again, Barry Harvey. Uh, Whoa, got, when did we start slipping in last names? I don't know. I, I'm still getting used to these whole intro things. We should this, change our names slightly. Yeah, what if someone's like a super fan and they find me and they fucking murder me? Oh, no, you're you're done. Sean, Dustin, and Adam DeWeeb. Uh, <laughs> I'll be I'll be Larry Darby. <laughs> <laughs> Barry. Barry Barbie. All right. So, guys, uh, who wants to do a... Johnny Shatner. Johnny Shatner. No. (laughs) Hey, you forgot to mention me. Who's this? John Marston. And we got John Marston (laughs) in the background. He pops in every once in a while and just gives commentary. (laughs) Arthur Morgan. Oh, fuck. I forgot (laughs) Arthur Arthur Morgan. Morgan. This computer just told me I'm waking up in seven hours. Oh, you are? We better hurry and record this episode. <laughs> I gotta get to sleep, man. Fuck. I'll be, be Marson's Huckleberry. I am uh, I call Goku. So, do, uh, yeah, I do want to have uh, a circle back to uh, a quick recap. Uh, this one should be easier than the last recap because this last episode recorded a good 20 minutes ago. So, uh, who wants to it's recap? A lot easier than a m- month ago, yeah. All tricks missed out on the coin. Because he ran away from it. <laughs> In an unfortunate turn of events, Altrex was stupid and ran past a coin of valor. Clyde gave Ubo really good advice and to go for the orange door. And we got 10 coins. Altrex made up for it, okay? His idea to do the prank coin. And it worked. Good thing I picked that rope. Watch, we'll need 50 feet of rope and I'll only have 48. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, did you read my notes on the next room or something? <laughs> no, but I'm just guessing. Oh, God, dude, that's fucking hilarious if that happens. <laughs> I'll just throw Clyde again or something for the other two feet. Got ten chips of valor at the cost of two, so you guys are up eight chips of valor, so... Okay, uh, quick maths real quick. You I had thought we six? had 17. Yeah, we, yeah, you had eight six. we had nine, and we spent two, Yeah, so we won ten. Six plus four is ten. No, no. Six plus three is nine. Minus two is seven. Plus ten, seventeen. Is that right? That's correct. That's why. For you viewers at home, that's called math. As you all swung open, what was it? A bronze or an iron door? I keep making. It was iron. Iron. (laughs) As you all swing open the iron door, you enter this room that is. It, it it looks like a massive cave. The ceiling has to be a hundred feet high, and from wall to wall is nearly as far as that hundred feet. And there are these large stalagmites and stalactites, both covering the room from the ground up and from the ceiling down. And some some of the some of the ones from the ground is it stalagmites or stalactites from the ground? I never know. I don't know. Stalagmites go from top to bottom. Oh, okay. So stalactites are bottom to top then? Okay, cool. So stalactites, some of them are up to 15 feet high. Um, And you see in the center of this room what looks to be this 
big pile of scrap metal. And you hear that booming voice from Klug again, magically amplified. And he says, What would a dungeon be without a dragon? And at that moment, you see steam start to pour out from this pile of scrap metal in the center of the room. And you see parts start to hiss and whir together. And you see them start to clank. And you see it start to take shape as this massive clockwork dragon slowly coming to its feet and it's staring right at you and its eyes flash blue as does a large crystal set into the center of its chest and then you see a slight uh, indentation indication Uh, indentation in the center (laughs) (laughs) in the center of the gym Uh, and then just then you see two large metal gates slide shut around its chest crystal and uh, you see the, the whole room, it would be dark, less for a large pyre, a massive pyre set just behind the dragon, kind of giving light to the whole, whole room, this massive brazier. That's some good descriptor words. Did Johnny say stalactites are on the bottom, stalagmites are on top? I don't remember. <laughs> you just I, trying I, to correct him? I, I had to Google it. Stalagmites. Are from the roof? No. Nope. Yeah. Stalactites are from the top. Oh, tight t- t- top. T-top. Top. Okay. But yeah, uh, man, I, 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 I was think of it as close. Okay. Stalactite from the Johnny, top. Johnny, yeah. Well, it's 50-50. You had a 50-50, man. <laughs> but, yeah, Johnny, you know what? I'm siding with Johnny here. Johnny, you were closer than me. I had no clue. And it sounded good. John, uh, Barry, you're showing me a dice? I cannot read it. Is that an 18? As 19. A 19 okay. for initiative roll. So, my initiative is plus one, so I got a 20. 19 plus one. Oh, We've shit. tied. Oh, shit. So, the, you guys are going to have to roll off. I got a nine. I'll put you all to shame, because I rolled a nat one plus one initiative. No fucking way. What did you just roll, Johnny? A six. A fucking <laughs> six. Roll again. Yeah, Quick clowning around. Go. Go. Nah, what'd you get? 19 11. again. It's going to go Altrex, Clyde, Dragon... Then Ubo, then Merlin. So uh, Altrex, uh, you're up first. So uh, you got you got the whole scene pictured in your mind. So dragons out in the middle, inside the cave, stalagmites, stalactites, and there's a j- or the, what, what was in his chest again? Uh, he had like this big blue crystal in his chest that had a small like some some indentation inside of that crystal. Uh, and then, but then two, two gates that closed around it. Uh, so those two big metal doors that closed around that, uh, crystal. So you can't see the crystal anymore. All right. So can I cast two spells at the same, not the same time, but back to back or just once? Nope. It's going to be one action for a spell. So is this dragon standing underneath these things from the ceiling? Yeah. They're the, yeah, the stalactite. Heights are kind of covering the whole ceiling, and like I said, the ceiling's like a hundred feet tall. So uh, he can kind of stretch out. This thing is maybe thirty feet tall. It's massive. It's huge. You see uh, behind it the big brazier fire, and then behind that a, a door, an exit. Okay. So how far ahead is the dragon from where um, we're standing? At 30, 40 feet. Um. All right, and 
One more question here. New question. How far can I move before I have to attack? You've got 30 feet of movement that you can break up. You can move 10 feet attack, then move 20. You can move zero if you wanted. Yeah, you got 30 feet to play around with. Let's move 25 feet. So right up on him. Okay. And I'm going to hit him with Thunderous Smite. Okay, read that to me real quick. So the first time I hit with a melee weapon attack... During the duration, my weapon rings with thunder that is audible for 300 feet in all directions. Then my attack deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage to the target. And if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or it is pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked prone. Roll roll that. <laughs> it roll. Oh my god. What'd you get? I rolled a nat 20. (laughs) I rolled a 9 total for the strength save. 9 total for the strength save. I rolled a nat 20. What what would I add to that? Uh, So you definitely hit, and you will get to roll... uh, So you got a longsword, right, which is a d8? So you will get to roll one bonus d8 since you critted. First one is a fucking 8. All right. And the second one is a 6. Okay. I'm going to do a roll real quick. Hold on. Give me a second. What is this? He's just rolling. You actually see one of the stalactites from the ceiling uh, as as that booming echo from your weapon spreads across the whole cave. It's um, it's nearly deafening to you four. And you see the stalactites and stalagmites on the floor all quiver. But one of the stalactites directly above the dragon breaks free and falls down and pierces straight into the back of the dragon. What, where were you hitting this dragon at? So I smited him directly in the, let's say directly in the sternum, right underneath the, the box where the gym was. Like hit, okay, yeah, hitting into it, yeah, as, and as you do that, that's what explodes with that loud, thunderous noise. All right, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's still standing, obviously. I mean, it's a fucking clockwork dragon, uh, but that, uh, yeah, it looks like you did pretty good on that one. Uh, next up is Clyde. So you see, uh, Clyde. Uh, I'm actually gonna give Clyde a perception check real quick. Just just a just a quick perception check. Very. Qu- oh, you weren't quick enough, man. <laughs> Thirteen. 13. Um, yeah, so Clyde, uh, as you're, I'm assuming, I, I know Clyde, I, I know you're a melee fellow, melee, melee, whatever. I know you're probably approaching it, right? Oh, yeah. As you're approaching it, you do quickly notice that the iron doors that closed up around its chest piece, uh, chest piece gym thing, you do notice those finger holds. On each side of the on each side of the uh, metal doors that closed, uh, just quickly while as you're running up to it, on the dragon itself, on the dragon itself, on its chest piece that was the doors that closed around its blue crystal. So, so we're still in the dungeon of the school. You are still in the dungeon of the school. This is like a like a fine. You you actually see an exit to this room. Like if you guys wanted to bail, there's a fucking exit to this room. No, I've already done a shit ton of damage to him. <laughs> I noticed his finger holes, and I'm going to run up, and I'm going to put my fingers in those holes. 
Roll me an F. Okay. Nice. So he just rolled 19 plus 5. I believe you mentioned earlier your athletics yep. is plus 5. Plus 5 athletics. So you rolled 24. So you you run up to this dragon. and uh, You have to climb up a few feet of its legs, like clockwork metal legs, to reach that chest point. And you take your fingers and stick them in those finger holds. And you pry open. And it's, it's fucking heavy. And you jam open this doorway. And inside of this doorway, you see some blue flames. And then beyond those blue f- flames, everybody sees that blue crystal. And um, besides Clyde, since I already gave Clyde a, a, a perception check, everybody else, go ahead, uh, Ubo, Ultrex, and Merlin, roll me a perception check real quick. I got a, a nine. Ubo gets advantage. Got a three my first roll. Why do I get advantage? Uh, you may find out soon if your second roll is better than a three. <laughs> Five. Out of Five 12. plus four, so I got a nine. Merlin, you can kind of see be- past this blue flames. It looks much. It looks very similar to those blue flames that almost killed you earlier. Yeah. And you can see uh, the indentation inside of the blue crystal. It looks like a like a keyhole. Looks like a keyhole. Uh, but but nobody else can see this keyhole because your guys' rolls weren't as great. Uh, so uh, you you all see Clyde run up and he pries open this this chest and he's holding open this chest cavity and you see his muscles straining. Next up, the Clockwork Dragon, and the Clockwork Dragon is going to rear back its neck and at Ubo and at Merlin because. Clyde and Ultrax are both at its feet. At your other two, it's going to rear back its neck, and you see coming from its chest, from from that crystal, you see it building from that crystal all the way up its neck. You see this these small gaps in its neck through the through the clockwork, through the bolts and gears. You see this blue flame building and going up its neck and coming out its mouth, and it comes out towards Merlin and towards Ubo. You both make deck says real quick to try to get out of the way of this cone of blue fire that it emits. Merlin got a 10. I got an 8. I'm gonna roll for it to try to save you. Because <laughs> if not, you're gonna be a fried turtle. Okay, well that's not good. Well, that's not good. First dice roll max damage. Uh. So, someone take this key from me. <laughs> Ubo, you're gonna take 15 fire damage as it as it burns through you. It's still alive, you, I think. You're, try, you're trying to run th- from this fire, and you, you can't. You can't outrun it. It's it's too quick. It's too fast. It's too big of a cone. Merlin, you you try to run the opposite direction of Ubo, thinking that you know if if you do split, at least one of you will survive. Right? Wrong. You both get hit by this fire. Merlin, this fire and completely engulfs your whole body, but you don't feel it at all. You feel nothing. You take zero damage from that fire. And next up is Ubo. Ubo's next. Uh, can I run and jump and uh, put this key in his chest? Oh. <laughs> the key to success. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it would be... So you've <laughs> got... I think you would be limping at this point. Yeah, I think I have two health, so... Two? Oh, shit. <laughs> you can make it to the dragon at 30 feet. And then you've got one action. Uh, let me let me try to make this work. I will give you. Uh, you can either pick an acrobatics or athletics roll to climb up this dragon. 
to be able to get to its chest plate to insert that key as as fucking Clyde is just holding open that chest plate. But uh but you're gonna have to make a, a check. So your 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 movement is gonna get you to the dragon. But you have got to climb up it somehow, either athletics or acrobatics. Both of those are plus zero, so thirteen. Thirteen. You 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 climb up. Uh, how, you, you, I'll I'll let you describe it. I will say that you you succeeded. You will be able to make it to it. Uh, but you can go ahead and describe how you get up to its chest plate. I get a running start, right? And then I slide onto my shell back, <laughs> and I'm sliding across the floor, right? And there's still some leftover grease on my shell from earlier. And uh, sorry, I just I. Sp- you know, slam my feet down on the ground and it gives me like a little bit of propulsion and I just go flying up at his chest and I ram the key right in. And as you do, you, you <laughs> have to you have to send your hand through that blue fire. It's got a wall of that blue fire. I do it, I'm sacrificing myself. And as you do that, you take fourteen po- oh well, let me roll it. Let me roll it. That was the average. Hold on, let me roll it. So I'm dead. You okay. You're lucky. I rolled really fucking terrible. Uh, you take nine points of fire damage. Well, I'm dead. You had two <laughs> health left? Yeah. So you're not dead dead, because how much health did you have? 17. Okay, so to die, you would have had to have taken 36 oh, okay, points okay. of damage. But you are going to be... Okay, so you ramp up and get your key. You slam your fist through this blue flame. And as it burns away, uh, just before you, you, the light kind of fades from you, you insert this key and you turn it. And then you, the, this fire goes from your wrist down to your elbow, down to your shoulder, and it just engulfs your whole body. Help and, me. <laughs> and everybody just sees this turtle, this turtle, just engulf in blue flames as it turns this key on this clockwork dragon and you see the clockwork dragon uh first you see ubo turn it then you see ubo drop to the floor unconscious then you see the entire clockwork dragon stand still for a moment and you see it collapse to the floor just like the head lands three inches away from ubo almost collapsing on ubo almost crushing ubo just barely missing him what kind of school test is this man <laughs> trying to kill the students is this a Triwizard tournament or something? <laughs> Cedric Diggory up in this bitch? <laughs> I guess we lost Ubo. Well, no, he's unconscious. He's not dead. <laughs> we did not already lose. Hey, like, you're was- not dead. <laughs> See you later, Ubo. Someone heal me. <laughs> who, can, who can heal? Well, I can, but what's funny is I used my two spell slots <laughs> oh no we didn't rest Which is all i had out of, out of character barry is a very new player uh barry paladins have this thing called lay on hands where okay. uh you can always do five times your character level of healing by placing your hands on somebody so you're level two right now so 10 points of healing i want to use lay of hands on ubo 
So Ultrex goes up and places his hands on Ubo, and you see this magic that kind of originates, 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 Origin. <laughs> originates from Ubo's chest cavity, and it spreads from his chest to his shoulders, to his arms, to his hands, and you see this glowing. It look, you, you, you just, I'm gonna let you describe it, Ultrex. What does your smell look like? What if it's like those paddle things they use in the hospital? So yeah, that's, that's perfect. So I walk up, Ubo's laying on the ground, and I roll him over, put my hands together and rub them, and then and I give the all clear. Where's the jelly? Don't chest. forget the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I rub some grease off of Ubo's shell onto my hands, place the hands on Ubo's chest. Clear. Blue <laughs> shoots out from my hands and covers his whole body. A blue aura. How many points do you want to use on him? Ah, let's use all ten. And you just see him convulse for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> when the arrow aura wears off. I think he, he poos himself at one point. <laughs> just a, a little turtle turtle turn. <laughs> a turtle turn. <laughs> oh no, I think I shit myself. Oh <laughs> uh, meat the meat wad came out on that one. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Can we roll a perception check to look around the room, see if we're missing anything? Yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Fourteen. So we had my blue flames. What else did we have in here, guys? Ubo didn't have a weight scale. His key. There's no scale. Key. What about you? He had the key. What about you? I didn't. I don't know. I just ran. So with a fourteen, Ultrex, uh, you're looking around this room and you see this big massive clump of this dragon body laying prone and you see the iron door on the far wall about 50 feet away from you now and other than that all you see lighting up the whole room is that massive brazier that's giving off all the light in this room i don't know if it's anything to do with the candle oh i don't know man a candle a big brazier with a light okay so we need to put this brazier out you think so? I think we should. Then I agree with you. This isn't my voice, but I'm just going with it. <laughs> my name is Marlon Evergreb. That's not there. Merlin, that's Deckard Kane. That's Marlon. Uh, my name is Marlon. That's Deckard Kane, man. No, I'm sticking with it. I'm ready. Deckard stole it. Finally, dang it, found my freaking voice. So we've deduced <laughs> that I was supposed to blow out my candle in my room, which is why I didn't get a coin. And there's a big brazier in this room that's lighting the whole place. Yeah, so, why did you why did you just run? You you stole a fucking candle and ran. I was charging the mind flare that was at the end of the hallway. But what happened? He Nothing? disappeared. He wasn't there. It was why didn't you run back? I don't know. I was going to I was going to whoop his ass. God damn it, Barry. <laughs> God so damn it. We need but to put this Frasier out or Frasier, whatever it was called. Frasier. This Brazier. I think that was Seinfeld. That was definitely Seinfeld, Johnny. <laughs> yes, thank you. The slap bass. <laughs> I've never seen either Seinfeld or Frasier, so. You don't have to see it to know what it is. I know Seinfeld thing, and I knew it as soon as I said it, but I don't know it, like a Frasier thing. 
<laughs> it's it's almost the same thing, just like a like a little bit lighter bass. Yeah, Frazier's more like a slap bass, like So I I don't have breath. I'm a robot, so how do we blow this thing out? Can you like paddle your hands really quick and <laughs> No, no, he has actu- <laughs> he has actuators in his throat like 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 syringes and he pushes them real hard and it blows out air. <laughs> See? I fucking figured it out, man. Yeah, You're welcome it. fucking he's twice. Got it. <laughs> you, man, you gotta have some kind of like AC unit fans keeping your yeah, circuit boards cold, right? There you go. Put your CPU fan on that thing. There's a hidden compartment in my chest, and I rip it open. There's a fan inside. I know how Clyde. I know how Clyde would put it out. Step one: unbuckle the belt. Yep. Step two: unbutton the pants. Yep. Step three: zip them fuckers down. Yep. Step four: I'm wearing no underwear. Yep. On you. Pull my britches down, and I just let it rip. Yep, that's exactly how I thought you were going with that. So Clyde goes over and starts peeing on this. Uh, Clyde, roll a, I guess, a constitution save, I guess, would be the best. Like, the amount of pee you've got? I don't know. I got, I got a plus two con. It, this is a big, big, big fire. Big. He drinks a lots of brazier, man. A 14? 14? Uh, with a 14, you get about over half of the fire dies away. It's okay. Uh, you 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 put a big dent in this fire, uh, but like I said, this was a this was a fucking massive. This fire was lighting up a one hundred foot circumference cave with a one hundred foot ceiling. So this was a massive fire. Hey fellas, he needs some help. We must help him put out this fire. I'll have to pee again here soon. <laughs> Everybody pee. Okay, but look away. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. I don't want to do it. No, I'll pee. All right, you guys both roll concentrated throws. Uh, he got most of it away, so okay. I got a twenty. <laughs> okay, I roll that twenty. <laughs> that twenty p. <laughs> Merlin pisses out the rest of the fire, and as the room gl- goes dark, the whole room like you can't see your hand in front of your face. But looking over towards the direction of that dragon body, you see on it six glowing circles. They seem Fuck to be yeah. in the shape and size of chips of valor. Imagine that. They seem to glow in the dark when you blow out the fire, fucking old tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there were some glowing circles in my room, wasn't there? Maybe. I bet there's more than fucking one, too. <laughs> we will never know. We it's will like never 17 know. coins in that room that I missed. <laughs> it's like fucking Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you see six coins uh, scattered across its, the dragon's body. So we see six coins? Glowing. Uh, six chips of valor glowing on the body. Uh, but again, uh, what's everybody's night vision like? It's I got 60 foot. Oh, Goliaths have dark vision? Uh, I, got regular. I, just, I just said that, but I'm looking. I don't think I don't, Goliaths what do. You, what do you find that at? I'm just a human being, so I just got regular. Human being? I don't feel like any of us have it. I don't know if any of you do. We didn't take a short rest. We Wait, should've. I feel like a tortoise would. What? 
have dark vision. Oh, I definitely have dark vision. I have goggles. Tortles amphibious, man. I have the goggles, though. Oh, but you don't have them on you, though, for... Oh, for the test. Yeah, for this test. But yeah, I don't otherwise. F, does a robot see in dark vision? No. No. Dang, we all suck. Nobody, nobody does. So you guys just see the glowing things, but then you can't see the door. So you guys will have to light up the, the room somehow so that you guys can find that door again. Guys, the DM just found our weakness. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> so we so we need some light. I'm going to cast light. Darkness, everybody. Darkness. <laughs> I'm going to touch. What should I touch to light up? Anything. Break man. off a piece of the stalagmite. Guys, I have torches. No, man. That's no fun. Not in here, though. Uh, so, like, as soon as you guys leave here, you will have torches, Johnny. But remember that when you guys came in here, you guys had nothing except for what you picked up. Hey, quickly, name everyone's main weapon. Great club. Uh, My Urukai-looking sword. Do we even have our weapons in here? No, no. Whatever we chose in the beginning. Oh, oh. What items did you guys choose in the beginning? Then you got a mirror. I got a great club. Sean has rope, and Altrex has shiny butt. (laughs) I'm gonna run up to um Clyde and touch his uh, great club. Yeah, you are. And um, (laughs) cast light on it, and I'm gonna walk away so he doesn't know it's me. So yeah, uh, Clyde, your your great club lights up, and you all can easily find the exit to this room. <laughs> what do you think about you th- that, Clyde? You you think my great club lights up, but what it actually is, it's my great club. <laughs> 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 and you all can uh, easily find your uh, way out of this room now. And you, well, I'm gonna go get the coins. Yeah, first. we want the coins. Yes, first. yes. Who wants to pick up the? I, so I don't, I don't really know. I don't remember who hold, is holding each of the coins. Um, We're pulling them together in Clyde's blacksmith pouch. Oh, yes. Hello, everybody. It is your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese, here, and thank you all so much for listening to Episode 4 of Halfway to Heroes. I want to start off by saying thank you all so much who have left a rating and a review for the show. I actually have just now rolled for the winner of our first review giveaway, and the winner was reviewer Leland Tate. Which, um, in the body of his review, mentions that it is Devin from the Lawful Stupid podcast. So, uh, he should be easy enough to track down. So, congratulations, Devin. You have won yourself a copy of the new Ghost of Salt Marsh book from Wizards of the Coast. If you did not win this one, do not worry. We've got another giveaway we are planning right now that will probably be a Twitter giveaway. So make sure to go and follow us on Twitter. Um, it might be a multiple entry giveaway so that i don't know we haven't figured it out yet but we'll announce all the details in probably the next episode if you are not already you should definitely follow us on all social media and also join our discord we are in our discord daily chatting all the time with a bunch of really cool people 
it's always a blast hanging out together, uh, chatting about uh, tabletop gaming, about whatever's going on in your day. Uh, we just started up the play by text campaign where I DM one shots and anybody can just jump in and play as much as you want, hop out when you need to go do something. It's, it's a lot of fun and we would love for you to all join the channel. And then we also post uh, sneak peeks and things like that there. Uh, it's probably where you would stay the most up to date on both this show and one shot on site. And to join that, you can go to bit.ly slash halfway to discord. Other than that, you can follow us on all social media at halfway to heroes. Uh, you can join our Patreon page, which, um, we actually have a special offer going on until June 15th, where if you're a patron by that date, you will get a signed postcard from all of us here. You will get some stickers, some magnets, a bunch of stuff, whatever we can fit into an envelope and ship off to you as a, just a bonus thank you special offer we're doing. Uh, and that's for all tiers of our Patreon. So as low as $1 a month, not only will you be supporting this show, and I promise that $1 a month goes right back into the show and helps a lot, but you will also be getting bonus content for this show and also for One-Shot Onslaughts. We've got some bonus episodes of One-Shot Onslaught up. We Twitch stream monthly one-shots with our patrons. There's there's a ton of stuff you get for it. It's a uh, really good value, and it, it goes right back into the show. Uh, two shows, actually. And to sign up for that, you just need to go to bit.ly slash halfway to Patreon. All right, everybody. Uh, I want to get you right back into the action. Uh, I want you all to find out what's happening with this um, final exam. Find out uh, how the guys are doing. So I will see you all in two weeks on June the 18th. Bye, everybody. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, so uh, you all pluck them off of the fallen clockwork dragon and exit into the large iron door in the back of the room. And as you open up the door, you see a room that is a uh, it's a circular room. It's much better kept than all the other rooms you all have been in. You see carpeted floors, couches lining the wall, and you see a large, uh, like a board with uh, a couple slots in it. And they, uh, you see Klug standing there and Headmaster Wake. And Headmaster Wake says, Oh, that was a, that was a pretty impressive run you all had there. What is that? Uh, is that, uh, 17 coins you all had how many coins did you all get 
What well, are up to 23 now? 23. Oh, 23. I miscounted. Uh, 23. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and you see Klug, uh, Klug takes this uh, piece of wood, like a wooden plank, and he runs up and slides it into the top slot of that uh, bracket. And it says, the refundables at the very top. He says, well, you guys are in lead. <laughs> You guys were the first. I don't know if you remember that. You guys were the first. Yes. Uh, yes, were. <laughs> first group. And um, Headmaster Wake says, uh, well, uh, we will uh, see who wins this in the upcoming hours. But uh, until everybody else makes it through, you guys got the six. Congratulations. You all have graduated from Scrimmore Academy. Woo! Fuck yeah. Woo, woo, woo. She seems ecstatic. She seems so excited. I'm I'm excited that you all now get to earn, truly earn your mark, your merit of graduation. And she points over to this gnome that's in the corner. Uh, it's a it's a female gnome. Uh, you know, like two to three feet high. Uh, she's covered in tattoos, and she's got this denim cut off jacket, like a vest and and leather pants and she has a uh, uh this glowing blue needle it looks like a big needle and she says all right well uh go go on and tell stacy g where you would all like your marks of merit and uh as you all walk over to stacy g you know her to be named she says so um who wants to go first who wants to go first real quick i'll go first Okay, um, so, uh, so where you want this tattoo at? Uh, it looks like your body's mostly covered. I don't know where I'm gonna be able to give this to you at, um. Right here on my neck. Okay, on the, on the neck. Man, okay. I'm gonna pick neck. Okay, well, <laughs> Clyde is kind of covered right now from tattoos, so it is kind of hard for Clyde to pick. Uh, and she, she pulls out this, uh, this glowing blue needle. And Clyde, she, she goes up to your neck. And starts to tattoo in the emblem of the school, that staff of Scrimmore, of Raff and Scrimmore. And it, it, it takes a little while. And while she's tattooing it, you see a group of four orcs come in. You, you see Klug talk to the orcs for a moment. And then he goes and puts the uh, plank of wood under your guy's name. And it says Silver Tusk. Eight chips. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amateurs. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? I, Who? I'm gonna say. Spoiler alert. Ultrex is gonna break this needle. <laughs> nah, I got something for Warforts. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Uh, so you up next, uh, Who old man? Next? Could you? Uh, can you? Can you put it on my ass? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh for for you, Ultrax, she actually puts away that blue needle and she pulls out this needle that's actually attached to this long wire and it goes to this clockwork looking machine that she ac- she actually pulls like a lawnmower and starts <laughs> up. She says, Alright, uh on your a- left or right? Uh on the left side. It's All right, left, left side, here we go. And she stencils in that uh, emblem of the school on your left ass cheek. I try uh, to evenly <laughs> shiny those. And it actually takes a little <laughs> bit longer for Ultrax's tattoo to go through. And in that time, you see 
the top crew crew top group get placed above the silver tusks so the silver tusks get knocked down another peg and the top crew crew top have nine chips and you also see the <laughs> favored few come in and the favored few only had six chips and they get placed underneath the silver tusk all right uh who's next and we got freaking 23? Oh, I thought I'll go next. All right, Ubo. Uh, where, oh. where would you like it? Um, I think I'm just going to go with a face tattoo. Oh, God. My mom's going to be pissed. <laughs> I am. I Now, okay. Now, Ubo, I'm going to say you've got a lot of character art, and it does not have the face tattoos. So. Well, maybe that was before I graduated. Okay. Okay. I'm just. I was just putting it out no, there. No. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to get character. It'd kind of be cool, tap. like real big on your sh- uh, shell or something. Well, yeah. I'll just do it on one of my. Uh... Or under your armpit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even have to put it in there. I can you do it on my gooch? <laughs> if anybody needs to like verify that you're graduates from the school, you're supposed to show them. Well, I mean, I could show my gooch. I don't care. <laughs> and they might care. They might care, though. <laughs> it's just a turtle gooch, man. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. <laughs> There's really nothing down there. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, a little bit. It's a little it's just stinky. A turtle gooch, man. It just stinks a little, but it's not too bad. I just put some baby powder up you there. You just tattooed a metal ass cheek. I think Wait. you could do a turtle gooch. <laughs> no, let's just do my shell. Okay, uh, like the back of your shell? Yeah, well, uh, like something like on the lower part. Okay, uh, and so this one takes a little bit longer, too. Uh, she goes back to the old needle, uh, not the Warforged needle, but uh, even so, it does take a little bit longer. And uh, while she's tattooing Ubo, you see uh, the Sleeping Giants uh, finish the, the dungeon, and they get placed. Uh, they've got uh, 14 Chips of Valor, which is pretty good. And then you see the Pie Lovers come in. And they have 16 chips of valor. And then you see the pain patrol, and they've only got eight chips of valor. So Merlin, uh, she says, uh, so, uh, where would you like yours? Um, I guess go ahead and put it here on my left forearm. Okay, uh, let me get right at that. And, uh, she starts, uh, she pulls out that, you know, original needle and starts tattooing it. And, uh, while you're getting yours, the south side dragons come in and they actually only had five chips what of valor. Well, this is the ones talking, who are the ones talking shit? Oh, you'll, oh, you'll know the funky four. <laughs> the funky four. <laughs> so, so the south side dragons, they actually don't get to get their mark. A Scrimmar Valor. Uh, mm, but while, while Merlin's getting his, then the the young roses come in. They had they had uh, 13, so they're good. And then Merlin finishes up his tattoo, and Stacy G starts tattooing a couple of the other members that have uh, passed their six-chip mark. And... Uh, you all are just, you know, hanging out in in the feeling the, good the room, just waiting, and you see another group come in. Uh, three eagles and a bear. It's actually three arrow and a bugbear, 
And they come in, and you see Klug uh, raise up their wooden plaque uh, to just below you all. And they had 20. Whoa. And then you see stepping, uh, it, it, it's it's a couple minutes later, it's about a half hour or so later, you see coming through the dungeon door, Quickness of Turtle, Minly, Claire Rune Forge, and Uthor. And you see the Funky Four throw down their Chips of Valor. And you're kind of doing the mental calculations, the mental math, counting them up. And you see 23 Chips of Valor. Uh, you see Headmaster Wake and, and Klug come up. And you see them counting the Chips of Valor and verifying that they're all legit Chips of Valor. And they you see them come up and count your Chips of Valor. Headmaster Wake says, Well, isn't this exciting? It's going to come down to whoever performed the fastest. I say we weigh the chips of valor to make sure they didn't keep the ones. <laughs> one from the fake motherfuckers. They look, they look, those chips look legit. So somebody else didn't blow out their fucking candle, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to stop there, guys. That's an hour, man. Oh, man. Oh. Tell yeah. us what happened, you <laughs> <laughs> Dang. me yet again your dungeon master adam deweese and i'm gonna say first thank you all so much for listening to this episode and also thank you to our amazing patrons amazing pa- amazing patrons so thank you to rachel aka Dragonbait, Brittany bellasteros danny m jeremy fair not Ironclaw, danny t matthew g Brittany d Jigger, 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 uh Brian Bridges, and Gene L. Thank you all so much for keeping this show afloat, keeping us going, helping us put out this content, and keep all the various fees from nipping at our heels. Uh, if you want to get your name on this list for as low as one dollar a month, you can go over to Patreon.com/slash/OneShotOnslaught or Bit.ly/slash/Halfway to Patreon. And now it is that time to read a couple amazing iTunes reviews. Uh, first up is from, I can never pronounce the, the username when it's spelled like this, a Dragon, Dragonacos. Uh, I know him as Sash from our Discord. And, uh, uh, he, this guy, he's, he's been with us a long time. Um, the title of the review says, Move Aside Critical Role. This is a truly perfect podcast. Five out of seven. Excellent in every way. And then Koe21, K-O-E-21 says, definitely for the for the header thing. Can hear the group dynamic between them and it really drives home when listening how much fun they are all having. It sounds great and glad I checked this one out. Um, so thank you, Sash, and thank you, Koe. Ko, 
uh, for the kind words. It really means a lot to us. All right, guys. Well, um, in two weeks from today, we will be releasing an interlude episode um, before we start arc two. And I'm really, really excited for both episodes. We've recorded two so far, and I cannot wait for you all to hear both of them. They are some of the most fun D&D I've ever played. It was it was tons of fun. I'm excited. That's all I've got for you now. Uh, enjoy some outtakes, and I will uh, talk to you all in two weeks. Bye, everyone. Oh, what is that? she does love you, man. Flippin' steak. <laughs> that looks steak. like an eating challenge steak. How the fuck were you supposed to go to Goodwill and eat a steak at the same time? <laughs> Johnny, that steak was bigger than your fucking head. He's like, oh, I'm just eating a Pop-Tart, and then okay. comes in a 20-ounce steak. He just wanted us to feel bad. And he pulls out a 34-ounce <laughs> steak. <laughs> one of those steaks at a restaurant that if you eat the whole thing in an hour, they give you the meal free. And a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and your picture on the wall. <laughs> greasy wall that you don't want to be on. But Yeah, you had to happens. ask them politely to take you off the wall after the fact. <laughs> I want Barry to place his hands on my soft ass. You're not dead, man. Ubo's dead. <laughs> it don't matter, man. <laughs> I'm not saying he has to use lay on hands. If he can just lay his hands on my butt, <laughs> that'd be nice. <laughs> F, man. <laughs> A Majestic Goose podcast. Honk. Honk.